Ooh. Okay, so we're not doing it with the echo on? Cool. No echo. Nope. I was that, getting concerned about that. was about just that. for a sound check. Yeah. That was fun. I was like, oh, should we close the window if we're going to be a little bit louder? Because apparently I swear a lot. That's a nice day out, you know. Oh, no, I don't want to now. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. What's up, bro? I, I, I'll i be honest. I've been kind of laying low the past couple of days, so I don't have a, a lot to talk about. I don't know if you caught the old stomping ground pay-per-view, the... You know, the yearly traditional celebration of stomping on the ground. Um, it's no, it wasn't stomping ground. It was stomping grounds. I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. You're probably right. I don't care. It's so fucking... No, it, it, it bring it up because it upsets me. Because right. it makes so much... Like, was this replacing Great Balls of Fire? I think that was a one-time deal where everyone was kind of like, all right, Vince, you're... You're kind of old. I remember Vince hearing that, like, Vince thought it was going to be, like, really, like, catchy and, uh, like, hip and stuff. He thought it would be awesome. But the, the sign they made was just, like, a big dick. Yeah. I mean, that was intentional. Of course it was. Uh, yeah. Who designed that logo? It's a genius. <laughs> Lanny Poffo designed that, designed that logo. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> I can suck my own fireballs. <laughs> and you can too with Laney's five tips. <laughs> Laney P Yoga. <laughs> That's what he was <laughs> You got that out of the way in two minutes. Yeah, we sure did. That was a good one. Laney well. P Yoga. Yeah, but I don't know if you caught the old stomping ground arenas. I did. Um, I have some marginal thoughts on it. Uh, I was I wasn't as laying low as you probably. So I mean, I got I can probably say a thing or two. I mean, we're gonna fill the episode up no matter what, anyways. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it wasn't. Did you watch it? I, sh- I sure did. Uh. I turned it on at 7, thinking that it was going to be like pre-show and I could catch up on like the happenings in wrestling because I have not been paying attention to so it. So you did what I did? So we, we both started like right I, in the middle of I, Becky and... Uh, yeah, I turned it on past 7 because I don't care about the pre-show. And I guess the pay-per-view start at 7. And I always forget it because I'm used to them starting at 8. And this one started at 7. On, so. a, on a not content note for the pay-per-view... Uh, let's do seven to ten more often. I am firmly in favor of firmly in favor of seven to ten. Cause uh, yeah, it ends at like ten eighteen or something like that, and I'm just kind of like, oh, I can finish up one more load of laundry and then go to bed. That's, yeah, like that's I, a real nice Sunday evening. For yeah, me. like I went to bed pretty much the time I would normally go to bed, except I watched a wrestling pay per view. Like it was a bad pay per view for the most part, but well, I'll disagree with you. Oh, okay, bad's not a good word. It was a very middle-of-the-road pay-per-view. It, I think it was a sleeper pay-per-view and had top to bottom, nothing but pretty much passable to good matches. Hmm. Hmm. I think the worst match was the first match, Becky versus... Uh, I didn't think that was great. Yeah, because Lacey can't do anything yet, and Becky, you know, 
led her on to a, a completely passable match. And that was, to me, the low point of the evening. I didn't care for the same match twice at the end of the night. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. <laughs> okay, we got two people getting the full Hogan treatment right now? They were they were kind of breaking the old kayfabe thing, just being like, ooh, it's the it couple. Yeah, it's the man and the man, and they're going to kiss. <laughs> oh, they were teasing. I was like, oh, God, I'm far too high for an uncomfortable wrestling kiss right now. Like I, they're still on. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I don't think there are enough uncomfortable wrestling kisses. Sort of like how... We've had this conversation before. I, I like it when things get uncomfortable in wrestling. Was it... Um, I believe that there was a Dolph Ziggler-Lana situation in this very room one time. And I was like, I gotta go. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was on and I wasn't looking at the TV. Because I was like, this is awfully early. I feel like there's a Brock Lesnar thing about to happen. So I left it on, but I wasn't looking at it because I did not want to see like the... Like the Santino Morella Maria thing. Oh. Not awesome Santino Morella and Beth Phoenix thing. Oh, that was definitely awesome. That was yeah. that was peak Santino right there. Oh yeah, that was he was the only thing worth watching on at WWE at that point. Now I have the delicious sub sub <laughs> I'm just thinking I'm just thinking of the, the Royal Rumble promo. I, I can barely remember it. Oh, the one in New York? The only thing you have to root for is a football team from New Jersey. (laughs) Plaxico, Eli, they sound more like hairdressers than professional athletes. (laughs) I remember that now, yeah. Yeah. I mean, then the Patriots went on and lost that Super Bowl. Probably probably because of Santino Morella, but. Oh, my God. Imagine if he did that. The curse of Santino? No, that was because uh, they lost that paper. They lost that rumble. Oh, my God. Super Bowl? Super Bowl. For one reason and one reason only. Ellis Hobbs? <laughs> uh, that was the one where... Uh, no, Brady threw an interception in the second half, didn't he? He does it every Super Bowl now. But this one like was like definitely like a, like a dagger, basically. I mean, he threw one at the end of the game. Oh no! He no. He was thinking about the the Eagles one where he, he went, fumbled it. He but. went four and out in that one. This was the first. This okay, the, that this, that must have been what I'm thinking of then. This was the undefeated. Well, which would have been the undefeated season. No, I mean, really? Why they lose that Super? They didn't. Eli was down in the backfield. <laughs> that they lost that. Yeah, because Eli escaped that tackle. Yeah. No, he didn't. The refs swallowed their whistle. They forgot the rules. He wasn't down. He was. Yeah, he was. No, he. he yeah, he was. Watch it again. I still can't watch it without thinking he was down. I've I've seen it recently, with I mean recently within the past like two or three years, and I. They were letting that ha- they were letting that play happen, and if they tackled him, they were going to rough the passer. And if they, it was conspiracy, you got my conspiracy on it. Ooh, I like conspiracies. Yeah, that play was going to be. Giants favor no matter what. Either he was, if he got sacked, it was going to be roughing the passer for some reason. Maybe it's just because like the time has healed the wound, and we've won more Super Bowls than them since. Then. I can't. I, I they've still, won two Super Bowls. <laughs> I still hate watching that one. The other one, I, I won't watch that one. The other one was different. It's have you have you rewatched it? Not not the ones they've lost. No. You, 
Oh, rewatch the second Giants uh, one. I want to. I want to th- think that I've we, we not the, the whole game, but like watched like the highlights back of the second one. I've watched that was that was at least manageable because the wanna... second one. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was a he dropped a dime to Manningham. Yeah, that was a great game. The first one. Oh God, that dumb catch off the helmet. Yeah, the catch up. That one still upsets me. I don't know why. But, like, I think maybe it was Julian Edelman's catch that, like, kind of, like, erased it. And, like, the curse catch where he, like, caught it, like, off those jump, jumping all over the place. And then yeah. they intercepted it in the next two plays. Yeah. <laughs> they don't make it fucking easy. Well, they made it easy this year, I guess. But Yeah. Well, this yeah. year, like, that Super Bowl was garbage. It really was. Like, they're like, oh, I guess you don't like defensive games. It's like, nope. well, if defensive games are like that, then no, because they're fucking slogs, you know? Yeah. Those are, the, those are the type of games that you really don't pay attention to during the regular season. Like, if it was more like Rams versus Chiefs, like, whenever they played on uh, Monday night, and it was like 54. 79 to 82. <laughs> no, I think it was 54 to 49 or something like I think that. It, it was 52 to 49, something like that. It was that. high scoring. Yeah. Um, I think it was the highest scoring Monday night game ever. They said, "I'm sure." Yeah. So, but like that was a that was an exciting game because there was a lot of lead changes. Even like the uh, the championship games were more exciting than the Super Bowl. I would say. Well, yeah, for sure. The uh, the AFC one was. They were both really good. The NFC one was. Ooh, <laughs> I could watch that one back. That's true. I, I didn't have a I didn't have any uh, a stake in that game, so that one I can watch back. I, and just be like, oh, how do you miss that call? I forgot about that. I think that was a way more obvious no call than whatever you're looking for on that Manning fucking that, that thriller where he yeah. magically stayed on uh, standing up. That uh, yeah, that was worse. That was quite possibly the worst blown call in playoff sports history. I saw a meme on uh, NFL memes, and it was like the NFC. Uh, oh, the south um like what, what the fans say and it was just like you know like uh the saints fans it was just like oh it was a conspiracy like refs blah 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 can you sign this petition <laughs> and then i think for the uh falcons it was like tw- it wasn't matt ryan's fault <laughs> the, the, the last 28 to 3 lead. it's true it wasn't matt ryan's fault i mean it sort of was it was whoever whoever calls pass plays when you've got a 12-point lead with, like, six minutes to go. And you're in field goal range? Yeah. Whoever whoever, whoever called that play. Uh, <laughs> you might not remember the previous Super Bowl when this, the Patriots won off a dumb pass play call. I think uh, that's one of the problems with the NFL uh, these days. Too much pass plays. I mean, that's a pretty old guy take, but okay. No, I mean, like I'm, I'm looking at it from a, a strictly, like, like you're dumb if you're calling a pass pass play. It's like kind of like why I don't like watching college football. It's just all, everything's like a hail mary and everything's just like an out. Like nobody runs like actual routes in college. It's just kind of like yeah, hash seam, just option. <laughs> I'll fuck with an option team though. Just run forty yards down the field and I'm gonna throw it to you. And just launch it. Run pass options dangerous. Oh, the RPO is very annoying. Yeah. To hear about. Oh, in college, it's great. Well, it's not as like when you hear. I guess maybe it's just because I heard it for three weeks leading up to a Super Bowl, where 
they talked about it nonstop. Oh, they're unpassed options. Got to beat the Patriots. And I'm like, fucking dead, you cunts. <laughs> Which Super Bowl was that? The Eagles one. Oh. With Nick Foles. No, it didn't. Nick Foles just fucking eli him. Yeah, he sure did. Surgical. Dopey white guys just have the Patriots number. It's true. Manning did it in a bunch of AFC championship games. He's a dopey white guy. The other Manning did it in two Super Bowls. And Nick Foles. Even kind of uh, Flacco beat the Patriots in a championship game. Is could've, he dope? Could have beat him in two if they didn't have a shit kicker. <laughs> Billy Cundiff. Billy Cundiff. Yeah. I can't, still can't believe you missed that fucking kick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. The Patriots. I also can't believe ball. that, um, was it Lee Evans who dropped that pass in the end zone? I don't recall. Some I don't know why I think it was. I don't know if Lee Evans ever played for the for the Ravens, but someone dropped a touchdown pass in the end zone with like ten seconds left or like a minute left or something like that, and like they should have caught it. Like they horseshoe up their ass to win that game. Yeah, I mean, Pats were so lucky to win that game. Next year they lost, so that was the that was uh, the one where they lost to the Giants, anyways, right? They lost to the Giants that year, and then yeah. it was the Ravens won the Super Bowl against. It was the, the Harbaugh Bowl. Do you know who scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl that year? Who? Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> Former New England Patriots tight end the, and the, serial killer. The Chris Aaron Benoit Hernandez. of the NFL. <laughs> the Chris Benoit? Nah. Or is OJ the Chris Benoit? I guess OJ is kind of the Benoit of the NFL, but like... He didn't. He's kind of like the two thirds. He's sixty six percent Benoit. Aaron Hernandez is like if Chris Benoit and uh, Canyon merged together. <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh, it's very true. The uh, what do you think of uh, New Day versus KO and Sami Zayn? Uh, yeah, I'm like, we're going to get back to this pay-per-view probably. Um, I thought that was good. So, we'll get, let's go in order, I suppose. I, I'm going in order. Yeah. I didn't see the Cruiserweight Championship match, so skipping over that. I also did not. All right, so we can't really say much about that. I've heard it was good. I'm sure it was just fine. The Cruiserweight title match is usually pretty good. Uh, Drew Gulak and Tony Nese had the best 205 live match. Yeah. Drew Gulak rules. Um, they had a match a year or two ago that was just, it was really good. And the crowd wasn't into it until like halfway through where like the, it, the match was too good to not be into. And it wasn't too much like high flying stuff. I just remember it being like a very like hard hitting dramatic match. Was Drew Gulak in the no fly zone at that point? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He was just starting to sort of break out as like a, a heel, uh, like contender instead of just like. The the, sign, the guy who walks around with the signs. Bob Backlund. Yeah. 205 Live Bob Backlund. It was like the beginning of a gimmick change for him. But uh, I'll probably rewatch it at some point. Maybe tonight if Raw's no good, which so I'm not expecting you it to will be. watch it tonight? I mean, Raw's already on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's on right now, and I don't, I don't really give a shit. I, so. don't, I didn't even think about it. It's on every night when we're doing this, actually. <laughs> I mean, I could put it on if you want. Man, it could just be in the background. Yeah. Do you, you want to? I want to see what the commercials are. Okay, I'll put it on. We're gonna put Raw on while we talk about wrestling, but because uh, we're disgusting, it'll be on mute. Um, uh, I liked I liked that tag match. 
that was there was I would say three matches were good. I think uh, the tag match um, I missed, but the tag title match was very good. The tag title match was okay. I like that. Um, I, I said, hold on. Did I like the crowd? Like, sort of ruined it, but I kind of like that they just rolled with it. Because you got to do that sometimes. It's such a waste of Daniel Bryan to me. It is, but at the same time, like I would rather him have a singles match against fucking uh, what's his name, Otis. Well, I'm sure they will on like SmackDown or something. Like that would probably be a good match. He's fun. Ooh, Kofi versus Sammy tonight. That's why they call me Sammy, baby. <laughs> Drag Sammy. The fuck is that? That is uh, Daniel Bryan. Oh, it's tag champs versus not tag champs. Okay. Um, they should just have four. They should just make the tag division into four-way tag champions. Just make Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan, and the Revival all have the same belt. They're all tag team champions. And if they lose a match, whoever four. gets pinned loses the title. No, it's just four on four straight up. And uh, <laughs> that's the that's the tag division is four on fours instead of two on twos. I like that idea. Yeah. It's like, it's like free bird and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. I, I missed most of uh, Kofi versus, uh, no, New Day versus KO and Zayn because I was doing some Raspberry Pi stuff. It was good. I liked it. That's what everyone's saying. Is, is I missed kind of a good uh, match. Clean finish. Stunner clean finish. That's the way it should be if you're going to use the center. Exactly. I was like, you know what? They're respecting it. Not like Rikishi and No Mercy, that son of a bitch. What an asshole. Killing the town. And then Triple H fucking comes out. Yeah. Where's The Rock? Yeah, where was my my help? Hollywood. (laughs) People like The Rock don't get to be champion. I think that was Booker T. (laughs) That's true. But that was after. That was like part of the the reason that Rikishi said he did it for The Rock. Is because people like us don't get to be (coughs) WWE champions. But Rock was already champ at that point. Yeah, but that was Rikishi said it, not me. I know, but he's a bad man. A bad, bad man. Wow. Uh, After the tag match was the... Ricochet versus Joe. That was also good. Match of the night. Probably, yeah. Um... This but bit, I don't think it was the, so to say that it that wasn't was, like perfect. But like there was a few botched moves and stuff in there. There was, but I think instead of concentrating on that, I was just watching like the overall match. They were always able to recover, so it was never overly noticeable. Just a few like eh, mess mess up spots. But, but I like it the match when, itself was very good and made didn't make Joe look bad in losing, but it made Ricochet look really good in winning. Uh, Joe is big enough to give Ricochet big clotheslines and he does many flips. Yep. I like him. I like a many flip clothesline. So that was good. That was, <coughs> I would probably agree that that was the match of the night, but it wasn't that good. It wasn't good enough to make a good pay-per-view and have that be the best match of the night. I think if you go on five stars, that was three and a half in my opinion. Fair. So 
And not every mattress is as good as that one. Um, like we're working on like a two point seven five star mat uh, pay per view right now. I would keep it around the three. I would disagree because I like the tag match that came after that a lot too. Um, the crowd was really funny. Um, it was it was fu- it, the crowd was actually entertaining to me for once instead of like just dumb like this is awesome chance at the start of a match and like too smarky for its own good type of thing. This the uh, the crowd was actually like starting dumb chants that like only I would like like please recycle and yeah drive a Prius. The drive a Prius chant was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, then but like it's you're not it's I don't think that's gonna like carry over. I think that was a sort of like a one time deal. If they start chanting in the regular, I'm gonna be like, all right, shut the fuck up already. No, they're gonna turn on babyface again, and quite frankly, like. Okay. Yeah, he had he had his heel run with the title. I mean, like, what's next? Just yeah, doing it for the tag titles too. Like, it's just like it's gonna be like how what happened with uh, Mankind and The Rock. Like, they had their heel runs and then their baby faces. So tag them up and go yeah. back to the. <laughs> he's smiling right there. I think he's working babyface this match. Oh, uh, one spot in the tag title match that I noticed that maybe other people won't notice, but um, it was when. Otis had Daniel Bryan for a suplex, and he tagged Tucker in, and then Tucker took over for the suplex. And during the transition, you could see Daniel Bryan's face, like as they're like t- like switching him off. Yeah, and he had this this huge grin in his face, like he was having the time of his life, like doing it. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's this is fun. And then uh, the crowd was definitely babyface for Bryan because it was hometown. Yeah, deal, so. and where are they tonight? In Portland. I have no idea. Probably. Probably Portland. A lot of trashy dudes in the crowd, so Portland, yeah. <laughs> I can vouch for that. <laughs> Not wrong. Uh, so, and after that was the... Was it Roman and... Yeah, after that was Roman and Drew. And I missed probably like five, ten minutes of this match, too, because I was doing more Raspberry Pi stuff. I gotta tell you, best in the world, Shane McMahon is fucking great. Oh, the entrances are ridiculous. Yeah, they're, like, they're really like best in the world. <laughs> now, did they create this heel character out of a backlash for them actually doing it, or was this the plan all along? I I honestly don't know. Uh, Either I, way, good on them. I enjoyed the uh, like they're kind of like. I think they planted a story about Shane McMahon being the next WWE champion just to, like, rile people up and get him against the character just so he has more heat. So I think Kofi versus Shane is probably going to be the the next title feud. Oh, give that to me. I am 100% in on a Shane McMahon-Kofi Kingston feud for the fucking title. Say that a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blood feud. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, I, I, I don't know how I feel about Shane to be because like I know like a lot of the internet voices are firmly against Shane. They're like, oh, we've had enough. Like blah blah blah, go away. I'm just kind of like, he's the most overheal. Yeah. Uh, did you see him do coast to coast last night? Coast to? Yeah, he missed it by about a mile. 
It was, it was more like Boston of Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Quite the kid to California. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, he got a very favorable camera angle on that one. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Kevin Dunn definitely was on the ball on that one. You got to make my boy look good, Kev. I mean, they're a bunch of East Coast boys. <laughs> they got a Southern bias. Right. So, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that was very good. Um, I thought the uh, there was a spot where they Drew McIntyre slammed uh, Roman Reigns into the commentary table. That was fun. It's a nice little nice little spot. The, yeah. fin- the finish was exciting. Good finish. Whoever mapped that out, you just knew it was going to happen the whole time, yeah. though. Of course, it's a Roman Reigns match. Yeah, it's not against Shane McMahon, so he's winning it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, on a side note, speaking of Shane McMahon beating Roman Reigns, I actually watched the uh, the Undertaker Goldberg. I got no enjoyment out of it. Actually, it was sad. Uh, I I wouldn't say I got enjoyment out of it. I got like more like holy shit, you gotta watch this sort of out of it. Like it, it was a train wreck. I I couldn't look away, but like you know, everyone lived, so I don't feel bad about like making fun of it a little bit. Like, if anyone was seriously hurt or, like, you know, died, I wouldn't make fun of it. But it was, you know, it was a bad match where oh. Goldberg knocked himself out. And If someone died, I don't know if I could help myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't feel bad about making fun. It's not, like, I, I saw Goldberg's tweet about, like, I hope whoever got enjoyment out of it is happy or whatever. And then Matt Riddle's like, yeah, bro, I'm super happy. <laughs> like, I wouldn't say I got enjoyment out of it. Like, there's definitely, like, no part of me that likes to see a bad Goldberg match, because I like Goldberg. Uh, I know, and I like Undertaker, so it's like, I want to see them have a good match, but I knew going into it that they weren't going to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, 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 they weren't, it wasn't going to be any good. I was just like, if this goes longer than four minutes, they're fucked. And yeah, they yeah. <laughs> And right at 401 is when everything happened. Kind of. <laughs> Like, how long does that have to be? Like, Goldberg versus The Undertaker. Is that really a 20-minute, like, punch kick fest? Or is that a terrible knee bar? And and I said that when I was watching it, too. I was like, I was like, you know, Goldberg's fully capable of putting on a good knee bar. So I don't know why he's doing, like, this bullshit right now. It's kind of like when Jericho does the Walls of Jericho, like, real half-assed. Yeah, like we did every time. Like, like 2000 through, like, 2017. Like any time he didn't do like like the big bend like he did in WCW, I feel like he's half assing it. Yeah, he's doing I mean. it good again. That's what I mean. Like uh, since he went to New Japan, like he's wrestling smaller guys, and yeah. so he does that that way to the smaller guy and does it the the half assed way to the bigger guys. Okay, that's how I've heard him explain it. That's uh, that's that's some uh, that's some real uh, science right there. Yeah, he's putting he's a he's a doctor of wrestling. It's integrity. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. So, so Reigns versus McIntyre wasn't that great, but like it was okay. It was, it was f- totally serviceable match. Like re- it was sort of in the mid end of the card. It was Luger Savage. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's, it's about as entertaining as a Luger Savage match from nineteen ninety seven or nineteen ninety eight. Okay. I well, I don't know even know about that. Regardless, after that was the title match, yeah. Well, the the cage match. 
I like are we it. we were, we're skipping Bailey and uh Oh we are. Sorry ladies. Bailey and Alexa. It was okay. Also I figured out why they weren't doing anything with Nikki Cross. Why? Because she sounds disgusting when she talks. She has a very thick accent. A very thick accent. I wouldn't call it disgusting. I would say that it made me vomit on my couch. Ew. And I blamed it on the cat. Well, just blame it on her. He didn't like her voice. What's that? He didn't like her voice, you know? Yeah. No reason to puke. It was pretty heavy. It's a heavy, heavy, would you, Scottish? She is... I don't remember. She's one of those weirdo European well, countries. Yeah, one of those queen having fucks. Yeah. Yeah, if you have a queen, you talk like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> it's the rules. But, yeah, you know. But anyways, Alexa Bliss is hot. Me and Dan yeah. had a conversation about, he, he, he thinks that uh, if you like small girls, that means you like young girls, too. And I'm just kind of like, well, No. <laughs> Yeah, that's not Alexa, true. Alexa Bliss is like smoking hot. It's like, yes, she's short, but she's still like, I don't, you know, I don't get a small girl vibe out of her. I get a kind of like a mean rich girl vibe out of her. Yeah. And that's what we all really want. Rich girl. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't want to work. Yeah. I'm not a pedophile. I'm a fucking lazy piece of shit. <laughs> right, Come on, Dan. <laughs> yeah. She seems like a. Like, she's got a lot of daddy money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want some of that daddy money. Yeah. <laughs> Please, can I have some of your daddy money? I want some daddy money. Yeah, I want daddy money. Do we just want sugar daddies to skip the girl? <laughs> the girl step and just go straight to the dad? <laughs> huh. Are there any sugar daddies listening out there <laughs> on iTunes? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're on iTunes. Uh, Apple. Well, well, whatever Apple iTunes is turning into. Yeah. <laughs> Put us on iTunes just to humor us until it goes away. <laughs> no, it'll just be integrated into like whatever Apple music or Apple podcast bullshit comes along. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that's how I look at it. I don't it. have to think about it anymore. I actually had to email them. Yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> I'm so upset that I had to like... Instead of using an automated system, I had to. Uh, it's so fucking dumb. I had to email them and I'm like, hey, I uh, fixed that thing. I'm like, no, you didn't. Ass is a swear on iTunes. <laughs> what year is it? Who are we? I mean, like, do they not have like? Ass hasn't been a swear since Steve Austin kicked Vince McMahon in the chest. Do they, don't they have like the nine o'clock changeover rules where it's like eight to nine? It's like you can't say it, but then nine. That's like, true. After nine, you can. Like, yeah, you can. Only, you can. Only, you can. Only, you, can only, you can only say it in the pod zone. <laughs> but if you try to say ass on pod is war, yeah, you're out of here. So. uh Bailey versus Alexa Bliss was kind of forgettable, I'll be honest. Yeah. But, yeah. It was okay. The right girl won. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick of Alexa Bliss's champion. I mean, she hasn't been champion in over, over a year. Oh, no, under a year. Because uh, didn't she lose it to Rousey at uh, SummerSlam? She definitely lost it to Rousey. Yeah, she lost it to Ronda, Ronda at uh, SummerSlam because... 
she had the match against Nia Jax at Money in the Bank, and it was cashing in on. So she was champ until whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. So. Uh, but, like. Almost a year. Even still, she was champ for, like, six or seven times before that. And was kind of like, all right, enough. Like, same thing with Charlotte, where she's, like, a ten times champ. I'm just kind of like, all right, enough. Like. You don't it's, need to be a 10 times champ it's two the, years into your career. It's the reign of terror. It kind of is. Yeah. But instead of a sledgehammer, she's got big titties. Yeah. They both do. Yeah. She's got the same nose as Hunter, too. <laughs> <laughs> she's so beautiful. Anyway. Um. <laughs> you got to let me take a sip of my water. You got to go longer as Flair. I want to give her a kiss. Right in the lip. Right in her moist, wet lips. Your daughter or Hunter? Alexa. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I was definitely talking about Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Ric Flair would have a throwaway with Charlotte and Alexa? Only if they stipulated that they don't touch during it. But I bet they touch during it. <laughs> This is I like this character, incestuous Ric Flair. <laughs> so Ric Flair. Yeah. Ugh, I'm saying horrible things. About Fuck me, David. Fuck me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my neighbors heard that. <laughs> How you doing, David? Chris. David needs... David needs I'm Chris. <laughs> David needs practice. Read Blue way better than he did. Nulo. No <laughs> <laughs> coming back from that one. You know so what they you know what they say. Reed was real good at shooting and blowing. <laughs> They're gonna bring him in a single H. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I'm getting in on this. Ugh, my soul is. I feel like the grime. Like I'm. I took a shower like an hour or two ago. Let's. Let's. Uh, I just feel like the. Grime let's book drug addict <laughs> evolution. Obviously. Reed is Ric Flair. Who's the hunter of the drug addicts? <coughs> I mean, pre- preferably if they've died of an OD. Axel. Axel? Axel Rotten. Ooh, who's he? See Batista. <laughs> <laughs> Axel Rotten's Batista. No, there's got to be a jacked guy that's dead. Randy Orton is uh, Lance Cade. The Pitbull, who's dead? <laughs> uh... Gary Wolf? I think he's alive. I think it was the other one, the bald dude. Pitbull number two? Yeah. I don't know Pitbull number two's name. Me neither, but I know when Raven was talking about it, he was like, I didn't like him and I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> Raven's fucking awesome. Yeah. Raven's truly a gift to like regular people. You know what needs to happen? I was thinking about this just to break away again. Um, our truth should win the most titles in WWE history with his like 32nd title win. And then that person, after he wins the title, he turns around and Raven's there and Raven pins him for the 24 seven title. So he has one more <laughs> <laughs> and then they feud for the 24 seven, but title. they have real matches. <laughs> I kind of just like it the way it is where it's just like, they show us the Bowery. It's kind of like the Hardy compound, but like just Raven's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> This comic book stacked up on the ground. 
that's his weapons. He just throws comics yeah. at our truth. From what I understand, Raven's got a real like kind of how like what my apartment would look like, but he has a house. Okay, I can see that. Seems like Danzig. Does Danzig have a real messy house with a lot of bullshit in it? Oh, I don't think it's. I don't know if it's messy, but I just remember watching those uh, random like Danzig videos from back in the day, and it's like reading like weird like books and shit. I mean that. Yeah, he's a weird book guy. I think he's definitely a weird book guy. But yeah, they should have Raven and our truth for the twenty four seven title. I like that idea. Bring <laughs> Raven back just for that. Just so we could have more title reigns. And then Vince fucking hate him. And also, doesn't Raven hate wrestling? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Ra- Raven was talking about Game of Thrones, but like as a wrestler. So instead of like it being like a TV show, he was talking about how they booked it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he had like sort of like the butthurt, angry fan thing going on, whereas I was more of like the jovial like. Yes, like this is awesome. He was armchair booking his. Uh... It was it was the way they ended. It was kind of great, Kali ish in that like it's like something that was going to happen and you knew it was going to happen, but everyone hates it. But I just love it for that reason, where it's just sort of like, oh yeah, it's so dumb and stupid. Look at me, can't even hold the title right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh... oh fucking Kali. Who was I talking to about Kali the other day? Me? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I talk to you about Kali every time I see you. But there was more Kali that was spoken recently, and I can't remember to whom it was with. Was it Evan on Saturday? Oh, yeah, you went to that show. How was that show? It was good. It was just fine. And the shit's pretty cool. I, uh, I, w- I was doing a thing to make me sweat. You're doing a thing to make you sweat. So I didn't go. Uh, was it exercise or yeah. were you eating hot food? No, exercise. <laughs> what were you doing for exercise? Uh, <laughs> Lady P yoga. <laughs> and Lady P yoga? <laughs> I, I can tell you what I wasn't doing was exercise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was doing the Lady P yoga. You know. oh, Saturday. And then I was just like, yeah, I'm done. And then Blue was like, you want to go to that show? And I was like, I don't want to get out of bed right now is what I don't want to do. Yeah, I talked to Blue for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, I saw scaphism again. Yep. Uh, I saw bacterial husk again. Yep. I saw the, the Colombian band. They were fun. Who? The Colombian band. Oh, all right. I don't, I don't remember their name. <laughs> I was like, what? We did karaoke after. I sang Breaking the Law like I do every time now, apparently. I don't know. It was just a fun day. We, me and Rachel went to the went to the went to the big old city, and um, I was on a quest for a uh, mojito, and I found one, and then I drank a lot of beer. I don't know why, but your your quest for a, a mojito makes me want a mint julep. So I know why because they're kind of in my brain they're the same thing. They're different. Go, but every time I wanted to get a mojito, especially once I had started having a few beers and was like unaware of like the words that were coming out of my mouth, sort of, that mojito and mint julep were the same thing. And mint julep, well, because there's mint in a mojito. Oh, yeah. So mint, I think, a mint drink, and mint drink is mint julep. Like, give me one of them mint drinks. I want a bathtub mint julep. 
Oh, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Like I want a bathtub full of mint julep. I want to drink my way out. <laughs> Just pee like the lady of mint julep. Yeah. <laughs> David, get in this bathtub with me. Let's drink our way out. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, so we Incest talk- Ric Flair is going to be a thing I go back to, I hope. <laughs> it's too bad it's not the newest. <laughs> no. And what's the name of it? Lanny P. Yoga. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so after that, we had the WWE title cage match, which, why wasn't this headlining? Uh, because they wanted, Hogan must pose, uh, and Becky and Seth must flirt. That was dumb, but like, it's a cage match. Shouldn't the cage match, like, why is the cage match going on second to last? What is, what is the deal with the cage matches? I, I always, what's the deal? Uh, I don't know. It was, it was a good cage match. I it, thought it was the second best match of the night. I would agree with that. Uh, like, it, it wasn't like, it won't go down in history. No. It was just a very good cage match where. It's definitely not Jericho Batista. No. The one where they bladed? Yeah. And got fined? Yeah. And the referee got fined? Yep. Okay. And Dean Michael got fined. <laughs> but he's the band for everyone's fines. Yes. And it was a lot. And that match was awesome. I haven't watched that in a long time. I stand by it. I believe you. Yeah. But I... Uh, I liked it. It was different. It kind of had the Brett Owen... Sort yes. Of vibe to it. Yeah. That's kind of how that how they worked it, and uh, I also like that, that. Definitely helped it. That ending was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. jumped out. Yeah. Just like just taking a nice fucking chest bump <laughs> to win a cage match. Like and like it's like one of those things, like those obvious endings that you like that just no one's done before. But yeah. also, no one's like an asshole like him and yeah. would do that. <laughs> It, that you, you're making a lot of sense with that. Uh, I I kind of view it the same way where I'm just kind of like uh, someone's uh, as a Braun Strowman just trying to pull a truck. <laughs> All right, good luck, buddy. Anyway. <laughs> Give me a big rope, uh, brother. <laughs> it's, it's a big rope wrapped around another rope. And rope bus. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it, uh, it, it's, it's, it's moving. In, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's in neutral. So. Show the back. Show the <laughs> show the other bus pushing the bus. That, that's sort of like them showing the uh, screened off side of the arena. Um. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> I just want to see like a big cr- like crane thing behind it. Nope. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I would I would say uh, three and a half out of five for this one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think the story building up to it was good too. So, like, I don't care because it's WWE, and like, I don't like watch it as regularly as I used to. Uh, but the Ziggler's butthurt storyline definitely works. Yeah, is he gonna go away forever again? That's what they were talking about last night. They're yeah. like, "Oh, if he doesn't win, is he just gonna take another sabbatical?" I'm just kind of like, "I hope so." Yeah. Every time he comes back, he seems to do something cool, and then he stops. Yeah, <laughs> he just like leaves because he doesn't win. <laughs> yeah, he he came back to do the the Drew McIntyre thing, and, 
and then he left. Beat him up. Yeah, <laughs> and then he left, and he came back to feud with the champion. Yep. Right. Speaking of champion, here we go. Here we go. We got our truth stuff, and the main event sucked. I wanted Baron. I really Cor- didn't like it. I wanted Baron Corbin to win. I mean, like they. It was like it was definitely. I definitely got like a Hogan vibe. They gave away the fucking ending with the <coughs> with Lacey Evans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. That that main event was definitely for like the higher pitched voices in the audience. Yeah. So if you didn't see it, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are dating. Oh boy, that's a that's big. That's a big deal. No one gives a shit. And. Uh, yeah, they did, they decided to bring it, make it into a storyline where they're like Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. They're not dating, but they're evil. Yeah, <laughs> heels are friends with heels, and baby faces fuck. <laughs> There's yeah. So there, it was okay. Just, the name of this episode is uh, Lanny P Yoga Parenthetical Baby Faces Fuck. Baby faces. <laughs> the baby baby face coitus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Parenthesis, babies fuck. <laughs> and we're off of iTunes. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, we definitely can't name it that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, huh? I mean, like. We're going to say baby faces frig. Also, <laughs> uh, other, so there's descriptions of episodes that say, say ass and asshole. So I changed them both to butthole. So, uh,. The one of the descriptions was the Nash match one. It was like, does laying on, does uh, laying on the ground for half of match count as working your asshole, or working your ass off? And then I put butthole, <laughs> working your butthole off. Like one of them just really didn't make sense. I don't remember what it was. Now that's a bad story. That's a good story. I I really like what they did with the twenty four seven title where, uh, they made it like a wedding angle. He's getting married with the belts and stuff, and he loses yeah. it at the wedding. He ditches his, his wife at the wedding to go after a belt. I'm like, ugh, I'm never getting married, but this is definitely something I would do. I like that. Like, I could definitely see myself doing this. I like that they're using fucking Rockstar Spud Yes, in that capacity, too. Does uh, he still manage Tokar and Razor? I, one of them's hurt, so they kind of just like on the background with that, but they're kind of doing stuff with him in EC3 again. Oh, good. Which is nice. A nice little throwback. Is he, is he got like a Julian gimmick going on? EC3? Yeah. Every time I see him, he's holding a cup. Maybe. I don't know. I've, I haven't been watching it, but every time I see EC3 on TV, he's holding a cup. I, so I, now I think he's got a Julian gimmick going on. Yeah. I haven't been watching, uh, regularly enough to know that see so you taught oh. me something today sexy three <laughs> <laughs> what about the C? <laughs> they, should, they just need to give they need to give wrestlers trailer park boys gimmicks but like not like their gimmick is the trailer park boys but they need to steal their gimmicks like one of them can't talk one of them's always holding the drink and one of them's got glasses or something like that Seth Rollins always has like rock music playing. And yeah, someone says something to him. He goes, "Fuck off! I got work to do." <laughs> <laughs> he walks away. 
I guess Seth Rollins turned into Cyrus. Yes. Well, I guess uh, I, I guess the Cyrus, real that fucker. Oh. I guess the real Cyrus is working TNA now. Who's the real Cyrus? Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, the real Cyrus. The real Cyrus. Yeah. Don Cyrus. Don, Don old Donnie Cyrus. <laughs> Classic Donnie Cyrus. <laughs> Uh, Donnie Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Grow that uh, mullet back, pal. I'm trying to think of something that that Don Cyrus would do so I could make a song, but I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. He'd, he'd fuck off because he has work to do. <laughs> but, uh, all right, yeah. All right, why is, why is Drake Maverick wearing a uh, headband like Rambo right now? I think that was maybe his tie. Oh, you're right. So now it's his now it's his Rambo tie. He's kind of got the, like the star like Stallone. What uh? Our truth drew first blood. Not fucking me. You know, for ha- having worn that suit for basically like four days straight, he's got his knee pads and boots on. By the way, uh, <laughs> it's true you can see it. Oh, on a se- having worn that suit for the better part of a week, it's pretty pretty clean. Pretty clean. Yeah. He's also apparently been drinking. Uh, speaking of boots and knee pads, Kevin Owens is wearing regular old wrestling boots now. Got to respect that. I miss that little deet. Yeah, he's got regular wrestling boots now. And as a man who loves a wrestling boot. What was he wearing before that? Kick pads. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kick pads and big shorts. He's a real fucking indie guy. Trash bag wrestler. Yeah, he's fucking outlaw mud showing on the biggest stage there is. <laughs> I love that people are using that terminology again because of Jim Cornette. Yeah. Yeah, why don't we talk about Sammy Cowhead spitting on James E. Cornette? Let's do it. So did you I didn't see know that? I did not know that it happened, so Okay, so uh, I'm full full disclosure, I'm taking Cornette's side. Well he, he it was because of the Sunny Kiss stuff, but also because Jim Cornette dragged Sammy Callahan all the time and stuff. Yeah. So he was coming out for an MLW match, and Jim Cornette was on commentary, and he took a big swig of water and just spits it all over him, and then they had a big spat. And now Sammy Callahan is no longer with MLW, but I guess it's because he caused like $2,700 in damage to the building they were in. Oh, good. And not because he spit on the commentary team. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I guess they had a good match from what I'm guessing, and now Sammy Callahan is not going to do his MLW stuff anymore, so I don't know what his deal is. So where do you stand in all this? It's fine. Probably, it was probably work. Uh, I don't think so. Jim Cornette seems like the kind of guy who doesn't mind being spit on. Yeah, but I don't think this was a work in that sense. I think this was definitely a shoot in the sense that uh, they don't like each other. Yeah. I don't know. doesn't really do anything for me. He does drag him through the mud a lot, the outlaw mud. Yeah. And the, on his podcast, so. so. But he also, he's, he's the one that, like, fucking killed the guy with the chair, right? The I think it was a bat. A it bat? Was, it was uh, Eddie Edwards. And now Eddie Edwards does an insane guy gimmick in TNA. Because he got his head busted open? Yeah. Is he cactus jacking it? Kind of, yeah. Okay. 
but he just did, recently did a storyline where he he his Singapore cane was his friend Kenny, and then someone killed Kenny. You bastards! Oh but then, God! But then Sandman showed up out of nowhere and like beat up that guy and then gave him his cane. So there's a new Kenny. There's a Kenny too. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> okay, so TNA has had Sandman give his cane, like the ghost of Sabu's hairline, wrestle the tag champions. Yeah, Sabu's back and RVD wrestled. Uh, the North, I think, was the match I saw. Yeah, we watched it last week. Yeah. And Sabu gave the... Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about great uh, three-and-a-half-count kickouts of all time. We didn't. Why don't we, we still got some time. Why don't we talk about that? <laughs> okay. Let's... Where do you start off? You start off Hogan Warrior. Oh, of course. There's that's no, the great... That's, that's the, exactly what I was thinking that's of. That's number one number, with a bullet. Number two has to be Slaughter Hogan the next year. I was going to go Harley Race, Ric Flair. <laughs> and then Slaughter Hogan. <laughs> All right, it makes sense. Harley Race did that a lot, though. Yeah. <laughs> the, but, the, like. That's the ultimate, like, move of the guy who does not want to lose to the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also, like, a significant pay cut in, when you're the NWA champion. Yeah. But it was supposed to be, like, this coronation of Ric Flair, the guy who almost fucking died in a plane crash. And, like, just lay down, man. But like, imagine. All right, so so instead of uh, like the next like big thing in wrestling, you're losing the title to a guy who's working the gimmick of someone else. So imagine losing the world title not to Velveteen Dream, but to like, you know, another another uh, basically someone else. The artist that. formerly known as Prince Iakea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's I think that's how Harley viewed it, and. uh you know, so just so everyone could see, he, see, he kicked out, so they're gonna have a rematch to, to really decide the winner. That's true. And they gotta give me that belt back. Same so would give me my deposit. Uh, I honestly can't think of any more high-profile ones. Um, those are the three. The number, those are number one, two, and three for a reason. Um, what, what, didn't uh, Yokozuna try to kick out of Hogan? I don't remember that. WrestleMania Nine was he like flopping around and stuff? He wasn't like st- he wasn't lying flat, was he? I don't remember. I mean, Yokozuna is like the most cartoonish sell ever. Okay, maybe that's what it was. It was what it was like. He was like he was slipping on a banana peel. I'm I'm trying to blank on him too. I, my, Dan thought of a few of them, but like I knew some of them. But like the Harley Race stuff, I remember a lot of. Um, who else? Who else did, Good uh, thing we came back from commercial break for that squash match. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right, that was dumb. There's got to be maybe more. Maybe they do an immediate match. There's got to be more. Yeah. Maybe EC3 comes out. And... Why well, didn't? I wish Drake Maverick did it. He gave him the uh, he gave him the three and a half count kick out. So we got. Was that No Way Jose? We're really getting the, the they, the they get a wide angle. I don't know what's going on. Is that no, that's Kalista. That's the whole Lucha House party. But uh yeah, so uh Lars Sullivan out for six to nine months. What happened? Uh I don't know what injury it was. I think it's probably just to like die down the racist stuff. 
Was he racist too? You didn't hear about that? No. So a few years back in like 2012, 2013, he was on some like bodybuilder forum and he, he said a lot of like racist and homophobic stuff. Like not like just like run of the mill stuff, just like full on like racially charged. Screwdriver type of shit? Uh, yeah. Ugh. That really takes the... Uh... Yeah, he, he full it takes, on. It takes the fun out of Lars Sullivan for me. He full on just like was like, "Oh, I'm never gonna stop making fun of gay people." Like, I think it's hilarious. Like, and uh, uh, I won't go into like what what obviously said there, but like that was sort of his reaction to it. He's like, "I think it's funny." I'm like, "Well, now you're in a company that like sort of owes a lot to like one gay man." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that, but I like, can forgive that. It's stupid. There's but, a lot. Of, there's but, a lot. There's a lot of people that are the racial stuff. Was, the racial sl- stuff is. I mean, I, I. I mean, I sort of would have to hear it, but I just, I, I, I trust your judgment on it, kind of. He definitely went beyond like the realm of being like, okay, I think this is a good guy. He just sort of misguided to like, nope, this is a fully indoctrinated like dude who like full on just watches TV with his dad. Yeah, he looks like a watching TV with my dad, my daddy kind of thing. It's, it's exactly what it is. They they put on the old Fox News, and that's where it started, probably. Ugh. I was watching Fox Business a couple weekends ago, and because uh, I saw a wonderful infomercial for the Emerald Lagasse uh, air fryer and rotisserie. Okay. And uh, dehydrator. Okay. <laughs> and I was like. Good thing I don't have any service because they would be getting my four easy payments of twenty four ninety nine, <laughs> or forty nine ninety nine, whatever it was. I would pay it. <laughs> whatever you're charging, I'll pay it. Whatever you're charging, I'll buy. I'm in. Yeah, I don't. I don't go. For, I don't go the Fox News route. I don't either. I was just flipping through TV when there was some. I had cable for like once in my fucking life at my disposal so i watched mash and fox business <laughs> i know uh they did an atari vcs uh guy was on fox business a few weeks ago uh, i don't know if you know what this is but basically it's a system like a video game system uh with from the marketing company who has the rights to atari so it's basically like a like a low grade, like Xbox One or PS4, like low grade specs, but enough to like basically do like Steam games. Basically, is what they're looking to do, I think. And uh, it's like exorbitantly expensive. It's like two ninety nine for the standalone console, and then like three ninety nine if you want like controllers and stuff with it and all that shit. But it's like one of those like Indiegogo uh, things, so they don't need to like have like a working prototype to get your money like oh like help us start up with this and it's like they're already like a marketing like hedge basically so these people already have money they're just trying to like fleece as much money as possible so they don't have to like take as much like startup money from other people so and it's been like delayed for like two years now but it's that, never coming out so there's a lot of these systems that like get delayed and never come out and they've already made like thousands and thousands of dollars in pre-sales pre orders because people are fucking morons. So, yeah. 
that was on Fox Business being like, oh, we're looking to cash in on like that dad market who doesn't want a new console. <laughs> I'm just like, so you're resurrecting a brand name to basically release like a new millennium Atari Jaguar. You're you're resurrecting a dead brand that like to do exactly it, what made them dead. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. <laughs> like we wanted one more go at a like ill conceived uh gaming system. Because that's what the Jaguar was. The Jaguar was to appeal to people who didn't like Nintendo and and Sega and missed the Atari days and the Coleco days and was kind of like so fucking nobody. Like Yeah. <laughs> like that's a like Sorry, I don't know if you knew this, but Nintendo is kind of a big deal when it comes to video games. How many buttons were on a Jaguar controller? Uh, I think two main buttons, start and select, directional, and then... Might have been three main buttons, I forget. But then they had, like, the dial pad. Yeah, too many. So it had, like, a lot of dumb buttons. So these are people that yearn for Coleco and Atari... But we're gonna add extra buttons. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Like it's, but like this new system, like they they don't have a working prototype, so you can't see what it actually does. And it was supposed to come out in July of 2017. Oof. Yeah. It's July of 2019. Yes. And it's supposed to now come out in March of 2020. It's not coming out. No. I wonder. I wonder what comes out first. The. Uh, because that's the other thing that came up, that's happening too is uh, the Xbox Project Scarlet and the PS5 will, will be out by the time the shit rolls out. So it's like, all right, well, you're, you're, by the time it re- gets released, you're going to have a very small window of it being worthwhile, if any window. It, it could already be out of date by the time it hits the market. Could it be already be out of date right now? Well, kind of is because the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro are like top of the line consoles, like, and they're similarly priced. So it's like, why would you go that way? Like, anyway, like, you know, PCs like will probably be like what people just want from this point going forward. I think. I think console gaming's kind of going the way of the dodo. Really? Yeah. So I have. The only I have Xbox One and I literally use it to watch fucking YouTube and uh, DVDs. Um, yeah, uh, I, I I game on mine, but like I use it to stream shit too. But like I I kind of feel like people are just gonna realize that they can have uh, a one time purchase of something that's going to be future proofed rather than having to buy a new console every three four years, four or five years, whatever it is. I don't it's know. Very logical. Um. But I think what's going to happen in the next few years is that, like, you're going to see an influx of people having, like, low gr- low to mid-grade PCs that can do 4 and 8K gaming and less of the consoles that can do 4 and 8K gaming. Because it's just sort of like, okay, well, I can have, like, one $1,000 purchase or I could do a $500 purchase every couple of years. Makes sense. So that's where I see it going. Is just everything's going to be on Steam and everything's going to be on uh, more of a subscription type of plan instead of because I don't think the next systems are going to have discs. To be honest with you, I mean, why would they? I mean, I think a lot of people don't even buy the discs anymore. 
Um, that's what they're kind of going banking on is that like discs, like nobody has a disc drive, a need for a disc drive anymore. It's like you already have uh, a Blu-ray play- player in your Xbox One, so the, the next Xbox doesn't need a disc player because you already have one. That's what it's kind of backing on. Not oh, not only that, but like, why do you even need a disc player anymore? Everything's digital, so just stream. The only problem with that is I kind of feel like uh, internet service providers are gonna fuck us. Yeah, probably. But kind of rambled for a while there, didn't I? Yeah, it was it was information that I would never get. But uh, Lacey Evans is hot, so it's true. <laughs> 